Welcome to the Experience Darden Podcast. I'm your host, Brett Twitty, and you are listening to a new episode. So in this episode of the podcast, I'd like to feature a conversation I recently recorded with Bridget Fox. Bridget is a first-year student here at Darden, and she is also a veteran. And she and I recently sat down to talk a little bit more about her background, how she decided to pursue an MBA, what led her to choose Darden, and how her experience has been so far. So without further ado, here's my conversation with Bridget Fox. Bridget, welcome to the podcast. Yeah, thank you for having me. All right. So for our listeners at home, tell us a little bit more about you. Sure. Uh, So I'm originally from San Diego, Um, grew up there, went to the Naval Academy undergrad uh, where I played soccer for four years. And then after graduating in 2008, spent 10 years in the Navy as a Naval flight officer. So I basically sat behind the pilot in a two-seat jet uh, flying missions in various locations, Um, finished up my time in the Navy uh, as a flight instructor up in Whidbey Island, Washington, and about a year and a half ago, made the decision uh, not to stay in the Navy and um, saw business goals a great way to kind of transition into the civilian world. Was that a big decision for you to stay in, get out? I mean, was it hard? It, it was definitely hard. Um, I very much enjoyed my time in the Navy. Um, got a chance, you know, to do some really awesome opportunities, work with some really incredible people, and kind of toyed with the idea of getting out uh, for months, I would say. Um, but yeah, it was definitely a difficult decision, but I, I certainly don't regret it. So I'm curious about how an MBA got on your radar. Was it something you had thought about for a long time? Is it a relatively recent idea for you? I would say it was fairly recent uh, when I started to explore transition opportunities out of the military um, and started kind of connecting with other veterans who were, you know, two to three years ahead of me in the process and noticed that many of them were pursuing MBAs. um, And it just seemed like a great way to sort of leverage my experience um, in the military while also having a chance to sort of build this new skill set before I jumped right into my next job. (laughs) So um, how did you learn about Darden? Uh, Yeah, so um, admittedly, when I first started going kind of through the um, admissions process, uh, my husband and I both kind of made the decision to get out of the Navy together. And uh, we were, he's also pursuing graduate studies, but in a completely different field. So he's doing a post-baccalaureate pre-med program at UVA. Uh, So we were kind of trying to streamline our decision process in that regard, and uh, UVA popped up as something that offered both of what we were looking for. Um, And then as I got kind of deeper into the process and started reaching out to people, um, get a sense of what the school was all about, I was kind of just uh, more and more interested and intrigued. What what resonated with you? I'm I'm curious. <laughs> um, yeah, so I would say you know from the get go, um, from probably you know my first interview experience, which um, having been on the West Coast, I actually interviewed in California at the Google campus. Um, so I didn't even come to Darden, but I still just immediately felt this sense of community. Um, from the, you know, from that entire experience and having the chance to interact with some of the alumni that were conducting the interviews, you could just tell that they were all really excited to be a part of Darden and really excited to see each other. And I just didn't get that kind of sense of belonging and community at any of the other schools I was interviewing with. So you, I imagine you eventually got to come to Charlottesville and, and spend yes. some time on grounds. Yep. Uh, yeah, I came to Darden Days, um, the, the event in April was my first time. So 
Yeah, it's hard to uh, beat Charlottesville in April. It's a beautiful, <laughs> beautiful time of year. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> so um, what did you do in the summer before the start of school? Summer before the start. Um, yeah, so I was kind of wrapping up my time as a flight instructor. I was up in Washington State. Um, as I mentioned, my husband was starting a program out here and had actually started in June. Um, so we kind of took advantage of the opportunity when we were moving across country to um, just make a road trip, um, driving all the way from, you know, the West Coast to the East Coast. And uh, took some time visiting family in California. We stopped through uh, some of the parks in Utah, did some camping and some hiking, um, ran the Boulder Boulder 10K in Colorado um, as we kind of made our way out here. So that made up a decent portion of the summer. And the rest of the time was just kind of, you know, enjoying my last uh, few chances of flying, <laughs> um, you know, and kind of visiting with the friends that I had made up in Washington before before leaving for good. Mm-hmm. Do you miss flying? <laughs> um, I do uh, occasionally, um, especially on days like today when it's beautiful mm-hmm. out. Um, you know, it's tough to beat that kind of whole experience of getting getting above the clouds and just kind of taking a break away from the desk life. But um, that being said, there's something um, that I very much cherish about coming home at the same time every mm-hmm. night. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, that's just been really nice to have um, these past uh, few months. So I'm curious a little bit about your uh, your experience as a first year student. Um, <laughs> I've he- heard from you know some some of your peers that there's a there's a learning curve in the in the first year. Absolutely. So um, <laughs> what was the process of sort of adjusting to life at Darden like? Oh gosh, um, it's a whirlwind. Um, I uh, they, Darden is very much that sort of immersive uh, process, um, which actually reminded me a lot of how they. Um, how they go about indoctrinating you at the Naval Academy, <laughs> surprisingly. Um, you kind of just, from the get-go, hit the ground running, and before you know it, you're, you know, two quarters in with an inter- internship lined up and kind of wondering what happened in the past uh, four to five months. Um, but yeah, I would just say, you know, it's one of those things you just kind of have to trust the process and take it day by day. What, um, for you, do you think was the biggest adjustment? Um, you know, so I was, you know, anticipating a pretty heavy workload academically. Um, what I, I guess, wasn't so much prepared for were all of the other avenues that require a lot of the time commitment. So, you know, the social aspect, which is huge at Darden, as I kind of alluded to earlier with the whole community, um, you know, like the section, um, spirit, if you will, um, the Darden Cup, um, all of those extra kind of curricular activities associated with that. Um, as well as, you know, recruiting and whatnot, um, take up a, a good chunk of time. So I think it's helpful to, um, if you can, you know, come in with the understanding that that's how it's going to be in, at least in the first few months and be a little bit prepared to assess what you want to prioritize when that moment comes would have been something I think I could have benefited from. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so how did you find your way through all of that prioritization? Was it just trial and error? Um, a little bit. Um, yeah, certainly. I think, you know, I relied heavily on my previous experience of, you know, preparing for deployments, believe it or not, <laughs> um, and just going through kind of that workup and preparation cycle. And I think it's, you know, just important to take it day by day. And if things fall out, they fall out. It's not the end of the world. Um, if you can, you know, kind of manage and com- compartmentalize and prioritize, um, you'll make it through. <laughs> 
<laughs> so we're, we're having this conversation for our listeners uh, in quarter three mm-hmm. uh, for Bridget. And uh, I'm curious about, you know, whether it's starting to feel manageable at this point or you found your rhythm, things have clicked for you. Uh, it's definitely. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, it's one of those things I think it's reps and sets. And after a couple months of it, you kind of get into a groove. Um, you know what works, what doesn't. Um, you get adjusted to the case method, kind of how to intake that type of information and how to better prepare for class more efficiently. Um, cause that first couple months is, like you mentioned, a pretty steep learning curve. Um, and adjusting to that whole, you know, new way of absorbing information and then being able to communicate your points of view in class takes a little bit of time to get used to. Um, but at this point, going through it so many times, uh, it has become or, you know, felt a little bit more manageable. <laughs> so what's been the most surprising thing to you about this past, you know, five, six month period? Most surprising thing. Um, you know, I kind of touched on it already, but um, I would say just uh, the amount of information and exposure that you get. Um, you know, I, I kind of I understood that you're going to get to you know, interact with different companies and representatives from different industries. But the, you know, just continuous um, exposure and, you know, opportunities that are presented to you all within the first few months of school while you're trying to juggle, you know, all of those academic and social um, events is pretty overwhelming. And I think um, in some cases you can tend to lose sight of the fact that this is a really great opportunity. (laughs) Um, and it's important to, you know, keep that in mind and be able to take advantage of it when you can. Mm-hmm. So one of the things that I sometimes hear from servicemen and women separating from the military is you don't know what you don't know. And mm-hmm. you're trying to figure out, you know, what industries might be of interest to you and how you leverage your background to uh, future role responsibilities. Um how did you work through that? <laughs> uh, sure. So, um, you know, as I kind of mentioned, while I was still in the Navy and sort of reaching out to fellow veterans who were two to three years ahead of me in the process, um, I started to kind of just pick their brain and ask what they were, you know, pursuing at that time. And I noticed quite a few of them were pursuing consulting, um, which was interesting. Um, you know, they had a variety of different backgrounds within the military and then went to different business schools. So I just found it kind of interesting that a lot of them were pursuing that um, and started to just kind of dig a little bit deeper about what led them to that route. Um, so, you know, in going through that process, I came in with an idea of things that I wanted um at least to get out of the internship experience and then maybe be able to narrow down um, after that point. So do you know what you're doing this summer? <laughs> yes. Uh, so I will be doing consulting. <laughs> what a surprise. Um, uh, in McLean, Virginia with mm-hmm. Deloitte this summer. Excited, I assume. Yeah. I'm very excited. Yeah. Yes. So um, when you think about you know your decision to come, come to Darden and uh, pursue an MBA, you know, what would you share with a prospective student? You know, sort of these are the lessons that I learned. These are the things that I think would be helpful. Um, I think, you know, prospective students, um, it's important to, you know, enjoy the, I don't want to say last bits of freedom, but the, you know, moments of just the extra time that you have before going into business school. But it is important to also take some of that time and self-reflect um, as 
kind of cliche as that might sound, but um, try to narrow down what it is, you know, that's important to you, what you want to get out of your MBA experience and what you want to get out of your future career. Um, and I think that can help, um, you know, once you get started and it's completely overwhelming, uh, taking that time up front to kind of do that self-assessment can help you better manage that and be able to determine how you want to prioritize all of your responsibilities. <laughs> yeah, the thing uh, that I've been struck by um, as I've talked to both first years and second year students is that certainly, you know, as a first year student, you're really, really busy. Mm-hmm. And then second year student, there's this selectivity aspect to it. You, you sort of pick paths and you choose to be involved heavily in things and it seems to come back around that maybe if you've lined up everything for the summer you might have a little bit more more downtime talk with people who are doing dwcs and mm-hmm. you know really focusing on you know really embracing these last few moments that they have with their classmates but your point about time is a really really good one um, because certainly for the first year plus when you're in business school uh, you're very very busy mm-hmm. i imagine you've you've felt some of that. Yeah, definitely. And uh, I think, you know, just kind of having taken that time up front allows you a little bit more flexibility to at least explore, you know, the various opportunities that are presented to you. Um, And, you know, just going on with that um, advice, I guess, is don't be afraid to jump into things that you're unsure about. Um, There were certainly, you know, industries and functions that I had never really considered before, but after communicating with, you know, students or, um, yeah, like fellow classmates that had come from those fields, um, the opportunities there, at least to just get information. So, um, are you involved with the Darden Military Association? Yes. Yeah. Um, tell, for, for our listeners who are less familiar with the, uh, DMA as it's known here, uh, the Darden Military Association, you know, what is it, um, what, what does the group do? Sure. Uh, yeah, so it's um, it's one of, you know, many student clubs um, offered or, you know, um, associated with Darden. Um, it's open to, you know, veterans and other individuals interested in uh, kind of learning more about uh, military uh, veterans in that respect. But, um, yeah, it's primarily, you know, comprised of um, veterans who have completely left active duty and those that are will be going back to active duty after Darden. Um, so a lot of different backgrounds, you know, from different branches, Navy, Marine Corps, Army, um, et cetera. And um, just like any other clubs, you know, we we host and conduct multiple events throughout the year um, and that sort of thing. Has it been helpful to you over the past, uh, you know, five, six months as you've adjusted to life in business school? Extremely helpful. Uh, yeah, our second year, um, you know, cohort in the DMA has done a phenomenal job for the first years as far as, you know, offering kind of that mentorship um, and guidance and getting sort of that first hand exposure or, you know, introduction into what they their summer experience was like, what their first year was like. Um, and then, you know, connecting us to other veterans or Darden um, alumni in various industries and fields. So it's been very, very helpful. <laughs> Do you hope to be involved in a leadership role and you think about your second year? Is that something that that's important to you? I am certainly open to it um, and was actually just chatting with uh, a learning teammate, section mate, and a fellow veteran of mine <laughs> um, about that very topic um, that we're both interested, yes. Mm-hmm. So um, what's been your favorite thing about Darden so far? <laughs> uh, yeah, so I kind of alluded to 
to it earlier, but um, with kind of that sense of community, um, you know, it's just from the get-go, um, again, just sort of hitting the ground running, this very immersive experience. And in some cases, it can feel like you're forced to hang out with these people so often. Um, but it really just does you, – you're going through this very unique experience together that not many other people will ever fully kind of understand um, what, you know, what has happened the past uh, few months. So being able to kind of have that unique uniqueness um, as a relationship foundation is really – um, powerful and just develops this really strong sense of camaraderie and community that, you know, I can understand now when I went through the interview process, when I was going, you know, through the application steps, uh, why alumni were so excited to see each other and why they really, you know, felt this strong belonging to the community. So I have to ask, what section are you? I'm in section E. Section E. <laughs> so uh, what, what color? Uh, we're black and yellow. <laughs> <laughs> I believe your mascot may be a banana. Somebody said that banana earlier. vulture. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's interesting to me. Um, I did not know that the sections when I, before I came to Darden. Mm-hmm. Maybe you felt this a little bit too. I did not know that the sections were such a strong source of identity and mm-hmm. how sticky it is. Right, you'll have alumni come back and they'll be like, "I was section E." Yep. Oh, yeah. (laughs) In 20 years ago, and it's still a a big deal. Yeah, certainly. Um, And I think it just all goes back to, you know, that first year is very tough to replicate at any other program. And so going through that with these, you know, groups of individuals, um, you're always going to have that unique bond, I guess. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's the crucible of the whole thing, right? Mm -hmm. You are obviously learning a lot. You're really being pushed. You're pushing Mm -hmm. each other. also imagine, um, you know, you've got a lot on your plate, right? Mm-hmm. So everybody's kind of in that same boat where you're all progressing towards, you know, very, various goals, but mm-hmm. kind of through a, a shared enterprise. So yes. I could see how that would – and you've got Darden Cup too, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't think Section E is doing too well, but got a few events to go, so <laughs> maybe we'll make up for it. <laughs> Hope springs eternal. Yeah. <laughs> well, Bridget, thank you so much for your time today. It's a pleasure. Yeah, thank you for having me. <laughs> And that was my conversation with Bridget Fox, a first-year student in our class of 2020. As always, if you have any comments, suggestions, requests, anything you'd like for us to cover here on the podcast, we are all ears. We can be reached at Darden at Virginia.edu. Until next time, thanks for listening. <laughs>